Canto 3, Chapter 9 Brahma's Prayers for Creative Energy Brahma said, Today, after a long time of penance, I've come to know you and can say that it is really a shame when the embodied soul has no knowledge of your ways as the Supreme Lord. There's no one beyond you, my Lord, and anything that appears to be so can never be the Absolute, for you are the transcendence of the greater reality to the modes of the material energy that lost its equilibrium. That greater form is always free from the darkness of matter because you, in the beginning, for the sake of the devotees, manifested your inner potency, the potency that is the source of the hundreds of avatars and from which I also found my existence upon the lotus flower sprouting from your navel. O my Lord, beyond this source I see no other body superior to your eternal form full of bliss that is free from change and deterioration of potency. You are the one and only creator of the cosmic manifestation and the non-material supreme soul itself. I who take pride in my identification with the body and senses am surrendered to you. That form, or however you make your presence, is all auspicious for the entire universe and beneficial to our meditation. You, Supreme Lord, who have manifested yourself to us devotees, I offer my obeisances. For you, I perform that what is neglected by persons who, in their appetite for material matters, head straight for hell. But those who hold on to the flavor and smell of your lotus feet, that is, carried by the sounds of the Veda reaching their ears, accepted your transcendental course by their devotional service. For those who are your devotees, there is never the separation from you being installed on the lotus of their hearts, O Lord. Till then there will be fear because of the wealth, the body and the relatives, and also the lamentation and desire as well as the avarice and contempt will be great. As long as the people of the world do not take to the shelter of the security of your lotus feet, one will be full of anxieties in one's undertaking according to the perishable notion of possessing things. How unfortunate are they who are bereft of the memory of your topics. With their senses not directed at you, they are tied down by inauspicious matters and find, acting to their desires, happiness for only a brief moment. They are poor fellows whose minds are constantly ruled by greed and activities full of stress. They are always being troubled by false hunger, thirst and their three humors, by winter and summer, wind and rain and by many other disturbances as also by a strong sex drive and inescapable anger, I consider altogether as spiritually most unbearable, O man of the great strides. It aggrieves me a lot. As long as a person, under the influence of your material illusion, O fortunate one, is a servant of his senses and is faced with an existence of being separated in a body, such a soul, O Lord, will not be able to overcome the cycle of repeated births in the material world. Even though working for outer results carries no factual meaning to the soul, 
it will result in endless miseries. During the day their senses are engaged in stressful labor, and at night they suffer insomnia because of all their ruminations that constantly disturb their intelligence and break their sleep. The divine ardor frustrates their plans. They, and even those sages, O Lord, who turned against your topics, will have to keep wandering around in this world. United in devotion, being directed at you for a hundred percent, and with you residing on the lotus of their hearts, the devotees, who are on the path of listening, O my Lord, see how you, in the here and now, in your causeless mercy, exactly manifest that transcendental form they had in mind of you, glorified by so many. You are never that much pleased by pompous arrangements with a lot of paraphernalia of high-class servants who are of worship with hearts full of all kinds of desires. For you, the variously perceived unique and only well-wisher, the super-soul within the living entities, are there to show all living entities your causeless mercy. You cannot be achieved by those who settle for what is man-made and temporal. The Dharma, the correct infallible course of action, therefore, consists of those different result-minded activities, forms of charity, difficult penances and transcendental forms of service, that by the people are performed for just the worship of you, for simply pleasing you, the fortunate one. The duty thus being performed will never be in vain. Let me offer my obeisances to you, the Supreme One, who always, by the glories of his transcendental form, distinguish yourself in enjoying the pastimes of your cosmic creation, maintenance and destruction. Unto you, the transcendence whom one realizes by intelligently dealing with the illusory diversity, I offer my obeisances. I take refuge in the unborn one whose names, representing his incarnations, transcendental qualities and activities, open the way for reaching his eternal bliss. When they are invoked, the moment one leaves this life, they immediately, automatically remove the accumulated sins of many, many lives. He, the Almighty Personality, who for reasons of maintenance, creation and dissolution, penetrates this world with three trunks, the one of me, Shiva and himself, grew rooting in the soul as the one and only coherence to the many branches of religion. Him, the personality of Godhead, this tree of the planetary systems, I offer my obeisances. As long as the people of the world are engaged in unwanted activities and in the activities of their self-interest despise the by you as beneficial pronounced devotional activities, the struggle for existence of these people will be very tough and with the defiance of your vigilant rule of time lead straight to a shambles. Let there be my obeisances unto you. Existing in a place that lasts for two paradas, even I, being respected in all the worlds and for many years having undergone severe penances for my self-realization, desire to obtain you, whom I offer my respectful obeisances, my Lord, O Supreme Personality and Enjoyer of all sacrifices, desiring to fulfill your obligations, you manifest your transcendental pastimes by the grace of your will projecting yourself in the different life-forms of the animals, the human beings and the gods.
in spite of appearing in your divine form, you thereby are never under the influence of the material energy. I offer my obeisances to that Lord of the Opulences, the Supreme Personality. And also, the ignorance that is known in five ways does not affect you. On the contrary, you amidst the violent series of waves in the waters lying on the snake bed in touch with Ananta Shesha, keep the peace and slumber, carrying in your abdomen all the living entities and worlds for the sake of their maintenance. That is how you show the intelligent human being your happiness. I offer you my obeisances by the power of whom I have manifested from the lotus house sprouting from your navel, in order to assist by your grace you, the worshipable one, in the creation of the three worlds. I worship you who have the universe in your abdomen and whose eyes, after the end of your yogic slumber, are blossoming like lotuses. May he, the Lord of all universes, the one friend and philosopher, the Supersoul, who, as the Supreme Lord of the Six Opulences, brings happiness by the mode of goodness, grant me the power of introspection so that I will be able to create, as before, this universe as a surrendered soul dear to him. Unto this benefactor of the surrendered soul, who, with the goddess of fortune Lakshmi, from his internal potency enjoys whatever he may enact in accepting his incarnations of goodness, I pray that I, being gifted with his omnipotency, may be of service and create, and that I also, despite the material affection of my heart, will be able to stop with it. I, who for the manifestation of the variegation of his unlimited power was born from the lake of the Supreme Person's navel as the energy of the total universe, pray that I may not suffer the misfortune of losing sight of the sound vibrations of the Vedic truth. May the Supreme Lord, who in his ultimate love and smiles is of an endless mercy, open his lotus eyes. Let the cosmic creation thus flourish and find his glory as he with his sweet words, as the oldest and original person, takes away our dejection. Maitreya said, After he had observed the source of his appearance, and with penance, full of knowledge and a focused mind, to the best of his ability, had given thought to the words of his prayer, he fell silent as if he was tired. When Madhusudana, saw the sincerity of Brahma and how depressed he was about the devastating waters of the age and at a loss about the different positions of the worlds, he in deep thoughtful words addressed him in order to remove his anxiety. The Supreme Lord said, Gifted as you are with the depth of all Vedic wisdom, do not despair about the endeavor of creation that what you ask from me has already been settled by me. To be sure of my support, you must, as before, be of penance and prayer, meditate the mantras. By these qualities you will see all the worlds laid open within your heart, O Brahmin. When you, connected in devotion, are fully absorbed in the universe, you will see that I am spread throughout, O Brahma, and that you, including all the worlds and life-forms, are part of me. 
you will see me situated within the universe and in all living entities like fire present in wood, and that very instant you will undoubtedly be able to leave the weakness behind. As soon as you have approached me, and with your senses no longer under the control of the modes of nature, are free from the gross and subtle self, you will see your pure essence and enjoy the kingdom of heaven. With your desire to expand the varieties of service and increase the population innumerably, your soul will never be saddened therein, because my mercy is unbounded. Since you are the original seer, the vicious mode of passion will never encroach upon you, and your mind, despite your generation of progeny, will always be fixed upon me. Even though I, for the conditioned soul, am difficult to know, I today am known by you because you understand me as not being a product of matter, the senses, the modes or the bewilderment of the self. I manifested myself to you from within when you, in your contemplating the source of the lotus by its stem in the water, tried to discover me. The prayers you performed for me, O Brahma, the stories about me enumerating my glories and your penance in steady faith are all to be considered as my causeless mercy. May all benediction rest upon you who in your desire prayed for the victory of all the worlds by describing so nicely my qualities and transcendental position. I am most pleased with you. Anyone who regularly prays these verses as stated will by his worship very soon see all his desires fulfilled, for I am the Lord of all benediction. Satisfying me by good works, penances, sacrifices, charities and absorption in yoga, the human being will find his ultimate success, so is the opinion of those who know the absolute truth. Because I am the super-soul, the director of all other souls, and the dearest of everything dear, one should dedicate all one's attachment to me. The love, after all, one has for one's body and other matters is there on account of me. And now generate, with the control of your knowledge of the Veda and with your body, who both directly owe their existence to the Super-Soul, as is customarily the lives of all who are closely associated with me. Maitreya said, After thus having instructed the Creator of the Universe, the primeval original Lord in his personal Narayana form disappeared from sight. Hare Krishna. 
Gai Gura Madur Tzare Gai Gura Madur Tzare 